everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. This is a very unique podcast that we're doing. Last time we did a most underrated uh, Hallmark movie podcast, and we just felt yin and yang kind of a thing. You got to have both sides. Uh, so we should do an overrated Hallmark movie podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, so this was going to be interesting. I'm excited. And I'm film critic Rachel Wagner. And Anne is here. Hey, everybody. And Dory's here. Hi. Are you excited, Dory? I'm thrilled. <laughs> I love this topic. Yeah. Because we watch a lot of movies and yeah. there's some that get pretty hyped I in know. our little community. Well, and I also just want to give the preface that like, and I've said this on our podcast, All the Feels, a lot. Like, just because I'm saying that it's not my favorite or I don't like something doesn't mean I won't watch it again. Because <laughs> I, <laughs> like... With Hallmark, it's all relative, and I definitely would watch a Hallmark movie that I didn't really like, again, just because it was on and I was in the mood. I've done it before. Yeah. Like, you know, there these true. things these things are in degrees, and um, so, like, take that note. When I say I don't like something, I've probably seen it three times. So, like, <laughs> do I actually not like it? I don't know. Well, <laughs> and mine for the... Uh, mine I don't really like very much, but but I, I I if I was doing my least favorite of all time, that would be a different list for the most part. Totally overrated is not mean that it's necessarily terrible. It means that everybody else thinks it's the greatest thing since sliced cheese, and <laughs> I don't think it's that great. <laughs> or Hallmark yeah. tried to sell us on it yes. way too hard. <laughs> And they failed. That's yes. what a lot of this is. Right. Yes. And so it's it's not necessarily a, a sign that you'll not like it. You might love it. And so we want to make this a fun experience. So put in the comment section what you think are overrated. And if you hate us for our ideas, put that in the comment section too. <laughs> It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> so we each have five on our list and did i don't know if either of you had any honorable mentions that couldn't make your top five i know i did i almost put christmas at the plaza mm-hmm. on my top five uh just because i thought this movie got a lot of hype and i thought that particularly the casting was not great and I thought that she was very wooden. I'm sure she's a very nice person. Don't take it personal. I just, it wasn't for me. I didn't like that. And I, it, they hurt the chemistry between her and Ryan. And whenever the pavies get excited about something, it gets a little hyped. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that would be my honorable mention was Christmas at the Plaza. Even Dan from Deck the Hallmark liked it. And I was like, what is happening? Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> You're like, not good. <laughs> so. I have an honorable mention and it is from this past Christmas season. And it was the CCB movie. And it's um, If I Only Had Christmas. Oh, yeah. And. This was a this was more a matter of like 
Hallmark hyping it up. Yeah. And also, mm-hmm. it's no one's fault because it's a CCB movie. So, like, of course, they're going to hype it up. She's yeah. the queen of Christmas. Like, this is no one's fault. But they also were very, and like CCB was talking about it doing press, how they were very excited about how this was like a Wizard of Oz theme. Right. And that fell completely flat for me when watching this movie. I was like, I was kind of shocked that it was so, (laughs) so clearly not any kind of Wizard of Oz anything. Um, So I think it was overrated, but I will say CCB looked gorgeous. She's never looked better in a movie. Her clothes are great. Her hair was great. She was glowing. Harry Tin Man or something like that. Like, yeah, last names. It was. It was just names. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Like Joseph Scarecrow or something like that. Yeah. And I was just like, don't do this. (laughs) Don't do this. (laughs) Don't. And they and I mean, Hallmark has done this before, right? They do it with the Pride and the Prejudice and the sense and sensibility and yeah. it just doesn't always work and like more than that it's just unnecessary a lot of times like we're gonna watch the movie i'm not more likely to watch this because you put sense and sensibility in the exactly. title yeah yeah i seriously considered all of the jane austen movies <laughs> to put on this list but, but i feel like nobody really likes them that much Right. So they wouldn't be overrated, but you're right. The Hallmark does push them a lot. And you go and you watch in this, like, it has nothing to do with Jane Austen, like, at all. Right. And you could have just released the movie with a different name. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you wouldn't even have that comparison as a, exactly. you know, a bad, a bad, bad thing. Exactly. Yeah. Well, maybe we should dive in. Bef- I mean, maybe before we dive in, we should maybe give a little explanation of kind of what we want out of these movies, uh, what we're looking for. I mean, what to you, Dory is like a great Hallmark movie makes for a great Hallmark movie. To me, the main couple has to have good chemistry. Like that is a must. And I think that chemistry is so important that it can make, It can overshadow (laughs) a lot of Mm. other missteps, right? Yeah. Like, it can overshadow not the best writing. It can overshadow, like, holes in a story. Mm. Just because you love the two characters and you're rooting for them. Yeah. Um, You can be a lot more forgiving when the main couple has great chemistry. I also need it to be, for me, I like... I don't necessarily need it to be like laugh out loud funny, but I need there to be humor, even if it is like a dramatic movie. Like one of my favorite Hallmark movies is The Christmas Ornament, and it is a dram- it's a pretty dramatic movie, you know? It's yeah. about a widow. Mm-hmm. There are so many funny moments in that movie, though, that really make that really balance out the harder parts. Mm-hmm. Um, like Kelly Martin's character is kind of sarcastic and she's always joking with Cameron Matheson's character. Yeah. And like, you need that to balance out the more dramatic moments. Yeah. So I need it to have some humor. And I it's also true. need the movie at this point 
to be different somehow. We mm-hmm. have seen so many versions of the same movie over and over again. And I'm not knocking that, obviously. Like, I'm here for that. I, I watch these movies over and over again. But there are ways to make movies a little more unique, a little different. Whether it's the person's job is something different and interesting. Or maybe it's set in a unusual location or whatever so it just has to be a little different than what we've been seeing those are like the main three things I'm looking for yeah I think that's true I mean I think of someone like trading Christmas the reason why it's so good is that uh, you have great chemistry between both couples in that case mm-hmm. but then also there's a lot of laughs but then there's a lot of really sweet and tender moments as well yep you know, like with her dealing with her grief and her relationship with her daughter and then the other uh, woman going through her divorce and uh, becoming she's kind of bitter about men and then meeting this writer. You know, So there's like a mixture of warmth and humor. Right. Uh, and then in the good ones. Totally. And then at the time that movie came out, it was kind of a unique concept. Like this was pre Airbnb and like pre, you know, Mm -hmm. going online and renting someone's home. Like this was kind of a new, unique, new concept, you know, like the holiday did it, but that's really it. Mm -hmm. And I also felt that way, like with another Christmas movie, Window Wonderland, which you guys know I love, like that was a really unique job. Like I had never seen a movie where the job, the two people worked as window dressers. And I was like, this is so fun and cool. So there are always ways to take these tropes, these tried and true tropes that we love and make them feel special. Yeah. Do you agree, Anne? Oh, yeah, I definitely agree with what Dory said, or like good chemistry is so important to me. Because when I look at my, my, my like list for the year, it's like I can tell chemistry is more important to me than story, because I have those higher than some of the ones where, um, you know, where maybe the story was better, but the chemistry wasn't good. So I have it lower on my mm-hmm. list. So that really mm-hmm. does make a difference. And I really love good banter. That always makes uh, yes. a fun movie to me is great banter. Mm-hmm. And like she said, you know, the, the different, you know, something a little different and the funny moments. Those are all things that I that I really like yeah. and want to see. Me too. I mean, and it can really elevate a film. You think about that, um, that royal movie, uh, with Laura, um, Laura Osnes, I can't think of mm. the name, but this last, um, this last one world weekend, I think that's what it's called. One, anyway. Uh, yeah. I can't yeah. Remember. You think about something like that, that we've seen so many of that basic formula over and over again, mm-hmm. but because of the chemistry and because of the banter, cause Julie is mm-hmm. a really good writer, mm-hmm. you know, it elevates it mm-hmm. and makes it really fun. It makes it stand out a little bit mm-hmm. different from the other Royal movies. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's dive in. I will go first. My number five <laughs> is the movie event of the year. Set your oh, DVRs no. now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. Bottled with love. It, it, it will change your life. It's Rachel, it changed my life. You were just not paying attention. <laughs> so this movie had the most crazy marketing campaign I've ever seen uh, for a Hallmark movie with <laughs> this 
there's this uh, it, it was like a trailer for like a regular movie and they're like mm-hmm. entertainment weekly says the mm-hmm. best chemistry ever you know and <laughs> and i i was telling in this that if you're gonna have critics you know in your promo for your hallmark movie why on earth would you not have alonzo Duralde in your in your ad the person who's been like as far as critics by far the most supportive of hallmark mm-hmm. movies like that's crazy i mean i get why they wouldn't have me because i'm you know new i was new on the scene but come on <laughs> and i don't know this movie is fine i just thought it was pretty vanilla like it's not terrible, but I definitely think it's not the movie of end of the year. I, <laughs> oh, you I mean, it wasn't like when I was making my best of 2019 uh, movie list uh, as a film critic. I'm thinking, oh, I got to fit Bottle of Love in there. <laughs> Yikes. Oh. Um, I, I mean, the story is, is it's, it's fairly vanilla that we've seen a lot of times. And I mean, she's so cute when she's eating those pancakes. That's fun. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love and, her style in that whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. She looks cute. It's perfectly serviceable. I just, I wouldn't even have said it was my favorite of that season, let alone the whole year. Uh, I liked uh, True Love Blooms better personally. Mm-hmm. But, and it was also weird because it was the week before the Hallmark Hall of Fame. And usually if they're going to do like gravitas, you know, in an ad campaign, they're going to mm. do it for Hall of Fame, right? That's and so it was true. like, it's kind of strange. And it's also kind of rude for all the movies that are <laughs> going to be coming up the next couple of weeks when they're like, this is the one. <laughs> That's true. And it was like in spring. There was so much yeah. more of the year left. It was kind of a, we- it was just a weird idea. Yeah. To do if that. I was Nikki DeLoach, I would have been like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> Uh, i'd be a little annoyed um i don't know it's just average to me it's fine i don't hate it but it was not as great as they made it sound to me what do you think of this one dory i liked it fine um but i'm with you the promo around it was (laughs) like alarming i was like i've never seen them push a movie this hard and then to sit down and watch it i was like okay that was cute but like they were trying to make it seem like it was oscar worthy they they really were were going crazy and i just kind of couldn't believe (laughs) that that was the movie that they put all of their money and resources behind because i liked it i like that pairing I really liked that pairing. I thought they were great together. I liked the end. Mm. Um, I thought it was cute, but I was just like, this, this isn't, this is not the best Hallmark movie of the year for sure. And I'm with Rachel. I liked true love blooms better. And I also liked the Nikki Deloach one better. Wasn't that the (laughs) one where she was the pilot or whatever? Yeah. 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 I liked that one better. So, (laughs) <laughs> I was kind of at a loss as to why they loved this movie so much. Well, and Love to the Rescue was that that season as well. Oh, that was the so best, good. The best. Yeah, it was a strong yeah. spring. It was that, yeah, that year. It, it was, was strong. Yeah. It was a strong spring. And I mean, frankly, I don't think this is the best of this pairing. I think Snowed In Christmas for Lifetime is the yeah. best of them for sure. 
Yeah. Have you seen that, uh, Dory? Yeah, I watched it for the first time um, oh, this sad. last Christmas. It was great. Yeah, they yeah, have, they really have such great chemistry. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And that's why I didn't think this movie was bad by any stretch. I'd watch it again. I just, yeah. it just didn't, you know, change my life as Rachel, <laughs> yeah. as Rachel said. I mean, if I was going the worst movies I've ever seen, it would be Home by Spring would be top of the list. But nobody likes that. I mean, <laughs> very few people like that. Yeah. So it's not overrated. <laughs> it's properly yeah. rated. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but if i'm asking it overrated i gotta we gotta have this on the list so yeah and snowed in christmas it's so good Very so people good. should watch that and then if you still have time you can watch this <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh and snowed in christmas they did a music video yes, yeah they did. which is so good so and Carly Smale, she is the best. She's such a good writer for Snowden Christmas. And she did Christmas Pen Pals, which is so good. <laughs> yeah, she's very good. She's yeah. very talented. Yeah. So that's my number five. All right, Dory, what's your number five? My number five, it should come as no surprise, is The Wedding March. And um, (laughs) my issue with the wedding march is not necessarily the wedding march. It's the wedding march two, three, four, and five. This whole series (laughs) is overrated. There did not need to be one sequel, let alone four. And I... (laughs) And another one coming. I know. And... It really bummed me out that I didn't like this movie more because I like Jack Wagner. I like Josie Bissett. I like them together. Um, And I really wish Hallmark would do more movies with like an, an older couple finding love, you know, for people who aren't in their thirties, which is like most of the Hallmark movies that we watch. Right. I really like that, but this one just fell flat to me. Part of it is Hallmark is not the best with the wedding movies. And I hate to say that, but they are not like June brides or whatever. It is never the strongest season of a Hallmark year. And I don't know. It just like, I just wasn't buying it. And they're, it it just made me sad because I wanted to like it more. And I just thought it was kind of boring. And I just thought all of the sequels got worse and worse and worse, if that was possible. They just feel so contrived. And it's just not my favorite. We agree, though, that the second one is the worst of the series, please. Who's in that one? It has the um, Aaron... Berkowitz or whatever you say his name from um oh it, the it has a it's the only one that really has a real bridezilla in it. I don't think I've seen that one actually. Ooh. I mean, maybe I've blocked it. <laughs> I hated that one so much. Well, see, it's really funny because so we started the podcast in 2017, the summer of 2017, and before that, I was like, I would watch the Christmas movies. And I wouldn't really watch that many during the rest of the year. 
at, but because we're starting this podcast. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to tune in and start watching, you know, the movies and everything. And I ended up on a, uh, uh, watching both the wedding March and then wedding March two. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, what have I gotten myself into? Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was not a great, I was like, somebody had mentioned that the Hallmark sequels weren't very good. And I was like, yeah, I just watched a really terrible one. Uh, So if you listen to our very first episode that we ever did, I talked about, I watched this really bad one with Jack Wagner. Oh, that's so funny. (laughs) So it was my, one of my initiations into bad Hallmark movies. And yeah, she is just the worst. That woman. The second one. It's, I mean, the wedding movies are really tough to deal with a lot of times because it does come down a lot of times to a bridezilla. And I just think that that is so tired. Like that is is. a tired theme. It's like, it's the only conflict they use for it. And it's like, nobody wants to see that. And it's just, Oh gosh. Yeah. I'm glad they cut June's brides this year. I'm not mad at all. I'm like, hallelujah. I'm agreed. (laughs) (laughs) Done with it. I know it's, it's tough. Like they just very rarely get the wedding movies, right? And this one, you know, the wedding March movies were hyped. It was Jack Wagner. It was Josie Bissett or Bissett. Um, It was, you know, Tenet is in there. Yeah. Like they just, they had it hyped up, you know, a nice summer movie and it just was not their best although one of my favorite memories of the of the podcast is when we covered (laughs) we covered june brides with wedding march three with lisa and we when they got that that promise ring we just or was that four i can't remember but we died laughing (laughs) what grown woman yeah, with like, an adult child yeah. wants a promise so ring so ridiculous that's like, embarrassing that's like for someone who's like 18 or something like yeah, yeah. that's crazy <laughs> like this is an adult yes. who who whose child is also an adult yeah, yeah. yeah. and you're gonna give her a promise ring like I'm 37, and if someone gave me a promise ring, we would break up. And <laughs> I would throw it in their you face. Know? Exactly. That's <laughs> not after a certain age. That is an insult. That is yeah. not a show of love. Yeah, I think it was actually the fourth one that he does the promise ring, and <sighs> he just died. Yeah, I saw uh, that one. Yeah. Whichever so... one that is. <laughs> mm, gosh, anyway. an insult. A true insult. Yeah. <laughs> So, Anne, what is your number five? Okay, my number five is Love on Safari. And, I mean, I don't know if this one's that overrated, but most everything with Lacey Sabir, you know, people talk about or like or kind of overrated. So it's a movie that I think is overrated um, just because, I mean, I was excited about it when I heard about it. And then after I saw the movie, I was like, oh, this is not, not enjoyable to me. Um, I think what I, I always overhype the, um, on location movies. I just, I try not to, it's just Mm -hmm. like, I'm just, they're just, it's just going to happen. Like, I just don't like most of them because most of the time I just do it in my, to myself, but I overhype it because I'm like, oh, it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be stunning. But it's like, even if it's beautiful and stunning, like if the chemistry is not good, which in this movie, I don't think the chemistry was good. 
Um, and I did not like John Cord's character. I did not. I don't. I, he just came across the wrong way to me. I yeah. just did not like the way he came across so much so that I have not watched another movie that he's been a lead in since then because I just really did not like his character in that movie. Um, and so that was what really hurt the movie to me was their chemistry and just his character and the kind of just harshness and just, I don't know, it just rubbed me the wrong way. And so I just felt like the movie was just overhyped. And I mean, it's not terrible, but I just, I don't think yeah. it's good. Um, and, um, I was sad cause I was like, yeah. oh, I want to see Lacey like in the, you know, with these beautiful animals and like all this stuff. And then it's like, you know, it's like, ah, oh, like I just, I wanted it to be, you know so good and it's true the location movies can be i mean i did feel a little bit that way about christmas in vienna it wasn't that great and it was again it was like so much it was kind of the same thing like one character and their like kind of character flaws like too much and it kind of yeah overpowered you know so that can that can be too much sometimes yeah it's true or recently that i the ireland movie that was disappointing that was mm-hmm. disappointing. Yeah, it was a snooze. I mean, look, the scenery can't save you, yeah. and I wish, <laughs> I wish that Hallmark would take that note because most of these on location movies end up being disappointments in my yeah. eyes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I am right. I completely agree with you, Anne. I thought this movie was boring um <laughs> you know i yeah. i just wasn't a fan at all i hated the premise that like she you know her whatever grandfather uncle whoever left yeah. her a game reserve no lacy has Africa. inherited so many things it's like not even funny now i know <laughs> yeah. on I'm every like, continent she's just got stuff yeah i'm like yeah. you inherited this in africa i just she's even getting children in the most recent one oh, <laughs> yeah inherited children uh, in a chalet yeah. i mean she's got you know mm-hmm. lots Man. of real estate oh yeah well yeah that one's pretty vanilla i agree i didn't love it uh my number four is one that a lot of people love it was my former co-host amber's one of her favorites and i did not agree um and it's one of those ones that's just overwhelmed for me by an annoying secondary character. And that can happen. Mm-hmm. And it's the perfect bride. And I love Pascal Hutton. I love Kevin Smith. I, they're the best part of uh, One Calls the Heart. No question. Um, but his fiance in this movie, I just hated her so much. And she yeah. overwhelmed the movie to me. She was in the movie a lot. Because <laughs> um, she's getting, she's training under her and she's engaged to him. So she's in a lot of scenes and she was terrible, even to the point of stealing another woman's dress mm-hmm. that she knows is, is meant for another person and she takes it. And she was just so selfish and awful. I just hated her character. And like I said, to me, sometimes that can happen where a secondary character will just overwhelm the movie yeah. to me and i just can't and so i i liked the second one better because she was not in it mm-hmm. but this one it was not for me this breaks so, my heart rachel i do like this movie a lot <laughs> but i will tell you i like this movie a lot but there are two things about it 
that bothered me that at the time I first watched it and have bothered me ever since. The first is obviously the Bridezilla um, fiance. I also just, I'm so sick of people writing women this way who are getting married. Like, yeah. I'm so done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so done with the Bridezilla trope. I think it's stupid. I'm not here for it. Um, so I don't like that. And this one was the worst. Like stealing another woman's wet altered wedding dress is insane. <laughs> like yeah. that is just unhinged. Yeah. That drove me crazy. But I also hate that she does not know he is engaged and they have this moment at this wedding where they first meet and they dance and they have like banter and they're flirting and he is engaged the entire time. And she does not find out until they enroll in her bridal boot camp. That makes me so upset. Do (laughs) if there are any men listening, do not do this. <laughs> no, yeah, no. That really bothers me when they do, do not yeah. do this yeah. to women. It is terrible. She was going there expecting to have a horrible time because she has her own baggage with weddings. She ended up having a great time and meeting a great guy, or so she thought, only to find out he's engaged. Yeah, it was just true. brutal. Yeah. Do not yeah. like Have you that. seen this one, uh, Anne? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah and i do not like it when they do the, when they let them like you know flirt and do stuff with the engaged people and stuff i yeah i really it's don't like that good. yeah no it's like a knife to the heart that said i still like the movie and i'm sad <laughs> <laughs> i'm sad rachel <laughs> that you are not a fan but no. i understand nope. uh yeah. yeah you know what i mean though about how a, a secondary character if you really don't like them can really sour a movie well, and like you said, she's in it a lot. It's not just that she's a secondary yeah. character. It's that she's almost a part of their relationship or yeah. trying to build their relationship. And, you know, no one wants that. Yeah, exactly. So what's your number four, Dory? <laughs> it's Journey Back to Christmas. I'm not going to say a lot about this um, other than I hate this movie. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I told <laughs> before we started this, I told Rachel, I was like, I'm not going to be that <laughs> mean. Um, and here we are at number four. And I'm like, this is the worst movie I've ever seen. Um, this is a CCB Christmas movie. I just hate everything about this. Um, I'm going to read the synopsis for all of those who have never seen it. I actually haven't seen it. I know the synopsis, oh, but I've never seen, seen it. it. A World War II era nurse is transported in time to 2016 and meets a man who helps her discover the bonds of family and that the true meaning of Christmas is timeless. Um, What this synopsis does not tell you is that (laughs) she travels and is transported to the future in a shed, like on a comet. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I wish I was kidding. I wish I was yeah, that's, kidding. That's not good. I wish yeah. I was kidding. There is a Christmas comet that brings her to 2016. And that's really all I'm going to say about this movie. Um, I like if that if this is your thing, give it a shot. If you think it sounds ridiculous and stupid, you're right. Um, and I agree with you. 
I, but I'm interested to hear your thoughts, Rachel, about this one. Cause I know that you don't hate it and you appreciate it. that they took a chance. I do not. <laughs> I don't appreciate it. I would like them to do more sci-fi personally. I mean, no, Rachel, <laughs> you have got to be kidding me that this, that this you, I can't believe you are complimenting this movie. You know, it's trash. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I, I haven't seen it in a while. I have Stop to say. it. Rachel, <laughs> you know it is ridiculous. <laughs> the Christmas comet. It's it is pretty stupid. I'll give you that. But <laughs> when you watch like when you watch 115 Christmas movies, sometimes the one with the comet is kind of like, oh, that's novel. No. <laughs> No. And the other thing that bummed me out about this movie is that Oliver Hudson is in it and I like him a lot. Oh yeah, I like and him. And he was he didn't get to be like fun or funny. Like mm, he's a yeah. really funny guy. Which he, he yeah. Yeah. Right? Like everyone follow him on Instagram. He's like really funny and he was just lame in this movie and she was lame. And they just and here's the other thing that I did not like. They took kind of serious subject matter because like her husband was away at war and the, it was all all of this like serious important subject matter was made ridiculous because the only reason she is here in 2016 is via comet. Like you lost me at that. And then the scenes in which she is like traveling through time, it's literally just shows like a shed lighting up. There's a there's like a wooden shed out back and there are crazy lights blinking. Pretend that the TARDIS is out and there. And shaking. <laughs> I can't. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not a great movie. I can't defend it too much. I really can't. But uh but yeah. So, and what is your number 4? My number 4 is Royal Hearts. And some people might know that um Cindy Busby is not my favorite um, Hallmark actress, so that plays some of a part in this, but she um, does have a lot of uh, really loyal fans, so I do think it's part of why this movie is um, overrated. And the other thing I um, the thing I didn't like about this movie was she did not pay attention to Andrew Cooper in this movie until the last 20 minutes, and that drove me insane. She like paid attention to the whoever the high high lofty guy whoever that was and you know he was just like the you know low class working guy or whatever andrew cooper was and she did not pay him any attention until like the last 20 minutes of the movie and i was just like i refuse to forgive her for doing that and (laughs) i was just like i no nope i'm not okay with this have you seen andrew cooper like why are you not paying attention to him and it just made her seem like not a good person just because he was like the low class person and it's like all of a sudden then she was trying to pay attention to him and I was like no don't don't just go off with the other guy because you refuse to you know her character refused to pay attention to him the whole movie and so that kind of drove me crazy. <laughs> I love that, that, that that's my whole reason her. My, my defense of this movie it, the thing I do like there's a couple things I do like about this movie one I think James Brolin is really funny he as is like, he's good he's the best part of the movie yeah the curmudgeonly old man who just wants his dog and <laughs> he, he be does king. that very well yeah he's very good and then the other thing uh that I like I do like the fact that they are that the men are courting her and trying to mm. most of the royal movies it's like somebody like lazy or Danica that they uh that they're 
you know, poor and a, a common person, whatever, and they mm-hmm. meet the, the royal and then they have to kind of win the royals over. In this case, it was actually the two guys that were like kind of mm-hmm. courting her and trying to get her attention, which was different. That's true. I, yeah, that was like different. That. I liked that. Um, but yeah, and I also thought her dress was very pretty because sometimes in these royal movies, I'm like, eh, mm, yeah. it's not good enough. The style the can be weird. Yeah. The dress can be a little on the cheap. And this, she looked good. <laughs> That's my only defense of that movie. <laughs> I get well, that, especially th- James Brolin. He, he was good in that movie. Yeah. And back to um, Andrew Cooper. Where where is he? I know. I, I, know. I would like to see more of him. Yeah, I like him. He's he was very in Christmas cute. at the Palace, but I didn't like that movie either. And so yeah, it wasn't like that, that great. Either. So, but yeah, I wish they would use him a little bit more because I do like him. Yeah, come on. Yeah. It's true. It's true. All right. My number three. <laughs> and I, I guess I don't know exactly how how overrated this is but it's plays every year at christmas and i hate it it's <laughs> angels and ornaments <laughs> i call this the creepy grandpa movie <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> never a it, good sign <laughs> the grandpa angel so this movie is about this old man who's an angel who gets assigned to come and make these two other people fall in love but he's just always kind of there and looming around mm. and like watching them. And I, it's, it's the most Hallmark horror by far of any Hallmark movie ever. I would and- also encourage people to just look at the promo image, the poster <laughs> for this movie, because it is literally what Rachel just said. It yeah. is like the main couple up front and then the, angel creepily staring at them with sparkle background (laughs) there's whole scenes where they're like just about to kiss and he's like right there looking in the window (laughs) that's yeah that's weird i have not seen this movie either but that's weird have you seen it dory (laughs) yes and it is so weird and creepy and i just like I'm sorry, but that promo image is just like imprinted on my brain of Mr. Angel standing there like with a creepy smile, like in his scarf on, just like staring at them. It's so weird. He's just, and like, they do over involved and they don't have chemistry at all anyway. No. no. Oh, That's not I, I've never seen them in any other the leads in this in any other Hallmark movie. It is very weird, and I will catch it at, like, you know, one of those random <laughs> Christmas <laughs> nights at, like, midnight. It's on, and I'm like, eh, time it's to like go to bed. It's like trying to do It's a I'm Wonderful Life or whatever. <laughs> but, like, in It's a Wonderful Life, like, the angel is only there in very small doses. He's also not a creeper. Yeah, he's not, not like, hovering all no. around. No, he's not, like watching jimmy stewart and donna reed make out (laughs) (laughs) yeah so all right what's your number three dory my number three is campfire kiss this is a danica movie um she like 
I think she's a single mom. She takes her son camping. Um, and they, they do some like, I don't know this whole, this whole like (laughs) camping adventure. Yeah. And she falls in love with Paul, um, Paul Green, who's like an outdoors man. Um, I just do not (laughs) like this movie. (laughs) They make her seem so stupid. Like when they are, um, which I hate when they're packing for the camping trip, she literally packs a cat a a camping cappuccino maker and i'm like no person is this dumb and <laughs> <laughs> don't do this like i don't know it it just it just bother it just irks me that whole like this city girl out of her element in the woods and it's right. like listen <laughs> Even a city girl knows that when you're camping, it is necessities. And I don't think anyone would consider a cappuccino maker a necessity. And I just don't do that. Right. Like, I just don't (laughs) like when they dumb people down like that. It's stupid. This is a single. This is a competent woman, a single mother. And she's like a math teacher, isn't she? Right. Like, why? Why do dumb stuff like that um i don't think they have great chemistry i'm it's just not my fave it's you know i have mixed feelings about danica and i did not care for her in this movie do you guys remember it did you guys see it yeah it's been a while but yeah i did see it and i remember the chemistry not being very good and the title is just so bland like yes yeah. <laughs> so yeah. campfire oh, kids oh god episode bland on titles. just the titles <laughs> i know a winter love story a <laughs> summer romance i mean come on oh uh, yeah we need some, they need some help with these titles what what is your number three Anne? my number three is you're making me crazy yeah so i don't think this I do not think I think this movie is okay. It's just I think it's overrated, which last year I feel like it was a weird year, obviously, because it was 2020 and there wasn't that many, you know, great. There wasn't that many good movies. And it was like in the top 10 of a lot of people's lists. And I was just like, I just but but then I was kind of like, well, I kind of struggled because I'm like, okay, well, it's not good, but a lot of the movies weren't good, but I just, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just thought a lot of people yeah. had it higher than I would have had it, mm-hmm. and so I thought it was overrated. What really hurt me was the chemistry in this movie. I just, I love Michael Rady, and I like Natalie Hall a lot. I just thought together, I just didn't really feel the chemistry. I could feel the age difference, I felt like, and it just kind of, it kind of bothered me the whole time. Um but I thought that the story was, you know, was okay. And, you know, the stuff they did together and stuff was was good. And the conflict was, you know, something kind of different. Um, but I just, the chemistry, it, it hurt the movie for me yeah. too much. Since we, since the two of us were on that best of top 10 non-Christmas <laughs> 2020 uh, countdown, it was slim pickings. Mm-hmm. It was. It's true. It was. It was. Mm-hmm. It was a weird, not very good... <laughs> especially compared to yeah 2019 had some had some pretty good movies so yeah then it was really stark in comparison 
<laughs> we struggled. Colleen was literally like, I'm picking this movie because I liked Cindy, oh, Cindy right. Busby's umbrellas and boots. That's <laughs> it. I remember that. That was so funny. Yeah, this is an episode. <laughs> I was like, this is this is a real struggle when we're all like judging whether we like a movie or not purely based on the clothes. Yeah. And I remember yeah. Dory saying uh, that, that you you picked the the one where she got engaged. <laughs> yeah, it was rough. Listen, <laughs> so I get that. Listen, uh, I, I did the, the best I could. I think you're making me crazy. I actually, got a long way. It's the opposite of a winter oh, that's love true. story. The title was good. The, the title, title was very good. It was yeah. cute. <laughs> well, my number two is another one that Amber, my former co-host, really loved that I hated. Um, it's Yes, I Do. Oh, and no. <laughs> so I love Jen Lilly and I love Marcus Rosner. And I also love the fact that Christy, <laughs> Christy Will Wolf put in a scene of Mark Rosner putting on his shirt just for us. So I appreciate all <laughs> of those things. 2.5 <laughs> seconds of skin. <laughs> yeah, that was for us. <laughs> Oh, Ricky's podcast. So all those things I enjoy, but the story I hated and just, I, I felt like I'd never seen a homework movie where I felt like the leads were in like a toxic relationship. They should yeah. not get married. Mm-hmm. I didn't think they were in love. I didn't yeah. think that they liked each other even. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the whole thing was like winning a bet at the end, not like actually falling in love and getting married and, mm-hmm. and just going through all of these weddings at the beginning. And then, uh, and then the whole Jessica Loundis character yeah, uh, yeah. W- was just not for me. And I just, really disliked it and i just felt like these people should not get married yeah i agree <laughs> and amber and i had a big fight about it on the podcast. that's so funny she liked it so much <laughs> yeah because her because in her mind it was kind of like bringing a baby or sort of like a screwball kind of comedy oh, but I, yeah. I think you have to like the characters more to pull that off and yeah and i just didn't like them and i didn't like them together and I I didn't like yeah. the way that he treated her or she treated him or Jessica Lowndes' character. I just, nope, not for me. Yeah. And I also definitely remember when that movie ended, I was like, she didn't need to be marrying anybody. Yeah. She needed to do a little solo time. Some, some yeah, like so, therapy. Yeah. <laughs> some self Because <laughs> exactly. it was not good. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, if you're like basically like psychosomatic about your anxiety about the actual act of getting married, then you should just get married by a justice of the peace. Like if it's causing that much, yeah. If it's causing that much anxiety for you to be going through all these weddings and stuff, then like your partner should see that and be like, I don't want you to go through that. Yeah, yeah. Let's or just don't get, get married. married. It's, yeah. <laughs> because it's not like it's a requirement you can get married and on just like a friday night let's go get married like and then just have a party later or something yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. it's not required to have a wedding it's not <laughs> to yeah. walk down an aisle and do all this no. stuff yeah yeah it's not so i just didn't like it 
And I and I guess maybe I might have liked it if it had been funny, but it wasn't funny. <laughs> so it just made me uncomfortable. Yeah, Rachel. that's a good way. It made you uncomfortable. Yeah, that was a yeah. good. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> Rachel, maybe I would have liked it if it would have been funny. <laughs> maybe. But all right, Dory, what's your number two? My number two is Love at First Glance. Who remembers this movie? Oh, me. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Badly. Badly. Disappointing. Yeah, I don't know if this is overrated. It's definitely one of the most disappointing. That's for sure. This yeah. might not be overrated as far as like Hallmark fans go, but this was one of the Hallmark really wants us to watch and like yeah. this movie. I feel yeah. like they did do a lot of promo stuff, but I remember seeing promo stuff about it a lot right yeah, like, it was so yeah. disappointing i was so yes mad. they pushed it really hard because they really couldn't believe they got these two people to be in this I movie know, i know because <laughs> i couldn't i know it's amy Sp- it's amy smart and adrian how do you say his last name grenier grenier something so like that we all know who he is from entourage yeah and they were clearly so excited about this pairing um they had zero chemistry and also as i recall they weren't really together for most of the movie um Mm -hmm. because she's trying to like track this guy down um because she found his uh phone on the subway and i just was not into this at all um i thought it was incredibly boring yeah and i just wasn't crazy about the story um i like i want (laughs) when you're talking about things like i want out of a hallmark movie i want to see the characters together my favorite hallmark movies are when they are like dating and doing things and getting to know each other and spending time together that was not this movie yeah imagine that wanting the characters in a romance to spend time together (laughs) i know shocking i know like i know that's a hot take (laughs) i know that's a real hot take that i want the couple to actually spend time in each other's presence um but and because when they don't it's like what's the point what am i here for yeah (laughs) you know yeah Mm -hmm. so this movie frustrated me it bummed me out um and wasn't Jonathan Bennett in it too? Like it had the makings of what could mm. be a fun, cute movie. And I think it just, it just failed a yeah. little bit. Yeah. I agree with that one for sure. All right, Anne, what's your number two? All right. The number two is going to be the two ones that people are going to not like me a lot. So are you ready? <laughs> um, the Unleashing Mr. Darcy, particularly the second one <gasps> is the one I think is overrated. Definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone cue throw the, tomatoes. Cue the okay. Twitter. <laughs> cue, the, cue the tweet. Baby pack. Cue freak the tweet. Out. Okay. Now, I agree that the second one was disappointing. It, yeah. It was not what I was hoping it would be. The first one, like I, the first one I liked, I thought it was, I thought it was, you know, I thought it was pretty good. Um, but the second one, it was the Bridezilla meltdown. I just, mm-hmm. I couldn't, yeah. I'm like, you're marrying Ryan Pavey. I just cannot deal with you acting. Like 
Such yeah, and then gift. she ends up getting two weddings. I know. After but that, that, after all that, where there's literally there's one of those scenes where she's laying in bed crying, and it's like day turns to night, night turns to day, and she never wakes up, and oh she's so gosh. distraught over this wedding. So of course the solution is to have two. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's yeah. just yeah. Agreed. Yeah, I, I'm not just gonna fight that. Get on board I like with the. It. The first one I do think is is one of the better of these Jane Austen mm-hmm. yeah. Hallmark because it's actually mm-hmm. the story, like at least marginally compared to these other ones. Yeah. Um, and I do think that Pavey makes a great Darcy. I think yes, he does. That he is at his best. When we he's do we also have that scene of him swimming lest we yeah. forget oh um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah we can't let us that. <laughs> let us not forget that important moment i will say too our friend lisa has a podcast which was better and we did an episode on the first movie unleashing mr darcy and the book and if you like the movie, I would encourage you to read the book because the book okay. is great. It is great source material for like, I think well, that you're talking movie, about Unleashing Mr. Darcy book, not Pride and Prejudice. Yes. Unleash, Unleashing Mr. Darcy book, not Pride and Prejudice. Although read Pride and Prejudice too. I love that book as well. <laughs> yeah. But you can also read Unleashing Mr. Darcy and it is great source material. And yeah. I think that that movie is really good because the book is really good. So mm. check it out. And yeah, yeah, I mean, that was Ryan Pavey's first Hallmark movie, huh? Yeah, Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. I'm not sure. But yeah, it's the one that brought him into our lives. That's right. And there definitely does not need to be a third one. I'm sorry, Pavey Pack. I disagree. (laughs) No more. Let's let it be over. Just put to bed. Okay. Yeah. Can't can't handle anymore. (laughs) Okay. We'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode, and that is the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast? Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider, and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. My number one, drum roll, uh, is <laughs> engaging Father Christmas uh, in particular. <gasps> but the Father Christmas trilogy. Uh, I just, I well, the, the plot for the second one was so stupid with supposedly Miranda is, <laughs> is getting blackmailed by <laughs> this guy who threatens to expose the the secrets that her, that she that her father had a love child and he's like a stage actor who's passed away. I mean, I don't think anybody would even care about a living actor who had a love child let on the stage. Like does anybody really care that much about your Broadway stars that you're like, "Oh, wow. <laughs> What's their love life like?" I mean, come on. 
And this guy was performing not even on Broadway. And and, and they expect the Wickhams, who are the worst, they <laughs> expect her to to break up with Niall Mater at, because if she really loves the family, then she'll do that. And it's like, you haven't even recognized her as a member of your family. Mm-hmm. You have not publicly yeah. recognized that she is the, this man's daughter. And, and so you want her to break up her relationship with Ian, I think his name is. Mm-hmm. You want her to break up her relationship with Ian over a blackmail plot about somebody who isn't even living and (laughs) what it's so stupid i just can't i i it's where i it's where i first coined the term this took me to a dark place because (laughs) the origin story here yes because the dark place when i say that it's not something that's just bad it's something that's nonsensical and makes my brain hurt yeah and that's what was with this it was so stupid and i i just i just hate the wickhams they're terrible they're unkind unfeeling and even wendy malik as great as she has can't save it mm-hmm. and i just the only good thing about the engaging one was the the proposal was pretty good i'll give it that but since i didn't care about the couple or miranda or the movie <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible i'm sorry arties i know but i thought it was really bad and uh i uh you know i can't just can't Ooh. yep I, I, you know what? I'm glad you got that off your chest. <laughs> I can tell you needed to, and yeah, I, she feels I'm here now. for Ooh. it. I'm Deep here breaths. for it. I'm yeah. here for it. I appreciate everything you said. I get it. <laughs> yes, Caroline would be shocked. I still love you, Caroline. I promise. Caroline, plug your ears. We're sorry. <laughs> so, Dory, what's your number one? My number one is Christmas at Graceland, Mm -hmm. Um, mainly because there's like no Graceland in it. And uh, what's the point? I wanted to see more rooms in Graceland. You know, I was just disappointed. Yeah. And they played Silent Night nine times. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it just, I mean... I really love Wes Brown and Kelly Pickler tries very hard and it just, it was hyped. This movie was definitely hyped up, right? Like yeah, it was a very was. big deal that number a movie, one that year too. Yep. They were, it was very hyped up that a movie was going to be filmed at Graceland. Priscilla Presley makes a cameo and we just, I mean, for me, I've never been. So I was really looking forward to seeing more of the property. And we saw like two rooms and I was like, this is it really like all that hype, all that big deal about them finally being able to film a movie in Graceland. It just, you know, wasn't my fave. The sequel wasn't my fave. Um, and the spin-off. It's, yeah, the spinoff. <laughs> And it's just a bummer because like, like we were saying with these on location movies, 
they get to film in some really cool places and do some really cool things. Yeah. But like you need to have a good story to go along with your good location. Yeah. And you can't just cash in on the location alone expect it to do all the work yeah exactly like you just it has to be a great pairing good writing and and a good location you know like you can't just look at the scenery the whole time and even in movies where you are just looking at the scenery the whole time like love on iceland which i i mean i admit i like that movie a lot because i'm just staring at iceland most of the time yeah but then you have an on location movie like christmas is at graceland and you can't even stare at graceland that much because you only get two rooms of the property so it like fails on a lot of levels unfortunately yeah the Dollywood had the same problem. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, that's too bad. Well, what is your number one, Anne? All right, the people can even hate me worse than the other one. So, all of my heart series. The first one is the best, which is usually the case in all of these series thing or yeah. you know trilogies, whatever you call them. It's the first one's always the better one. So the first one's better, but I just I think it's just way overhyped. I mean, Brendan Elliott to me is fine. He's not up on my list like some other people. So I just, it's, that's not like some amazing thing to me that he's in this movie with Lacey. Um, so that doesn't, you know, really do anything for me. And like I said, the first one, the first one's okay, but I'm like, why do we need two more? I didn't really see why we really needed that. But I do people think love the, it. Yeah. I do think the third one was way better than the second one. Yeah. That's actually opinion. true. Yeah. Yeah. I, they just struggle. I feel like we could just say Hallmark sequels yeah, as our number just, as our number one. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. They just not. Mm-hmm. They just really struggle. I mean, and it's hard to do a good sequel, even with regular movies. I yeah, mean, in theaters true. and stuff, it's just it's a very hard thing to successfully do. Mm-hmm. But I think it's particularly hard in a romance because the couple's together. So what do you do yeah, next? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you have it's, to introduce some kind of conflict, and so yeah. they choose to. To make them break up and stuff, yeah. and I'm just like, and then that makes me crazy. Yeah, how did you do that? And uh, yeah, I I think the better shot is sort of the more spin-off type sequels. Yeah, you know, maybe I where you so. take a minor character from a, a supporting character and you give them their own movie, and maybe you see the original characters a little bit, you know, saying hi or whatever, but the main story because that mm-hmm. way you can have a whole new romance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's really hard. Better. It's hard to pull off the sequels. And I mean, the only one I can even think of off the top of my head that does it really well is the... um, What's the one? The Christmas one. Uh, Um, Christmas. Uh, Man, what's it? I have to look it up. I mean, the one mm. I could think of is one went to proposal, and that's only because you know they're it's leading off to proposal, so it's actually good because they're not going to break up. So yeah, it's like, but then the third one, but then the third one, yeah, was not very good. But it's that one, gift. the second one, is better. Yeah, it's a gift to ones. remember too. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, and that's is... a proposal one too, right? And See, it, but so those really, are better. They are better, and a gift to remember too is a really good. I mean, I think I liked this sequel better than the first one and i loved both of them actually yeah um that's a good and second one was really good and it's that's really good Topher because Payne. they don't He's break good. them up like they have yeah. an external yeah. conflict that they're kind of dealing with but the mm-hmm. the issue is never with them but i think that the problem is 
is that you have to make the external conflict really interesting. And it is very hard to make an external conflict, not dealing with the couple interesting, yeah. mm-hmm. but also light enough for Hallmark. Yeah, um, that's yeah. true. It's a pretty small, <laughs> small you know, spot of stuff. Yeah. Right. Like it's a very tough, dance that's why whenever there's a good one and immediately people are like we want a sequel we want a sequel i'm like no you're like do you really (laughs) yeah yeah uh they're tough they're tough to accomplish i guess there's sign seal delivered if that counts but it's more a tv show yeah those are good Mm -hmm. and there's more of like a central you know there's a mystery that changes every time that is the main focus that's true yeah. Like you need there to be another focus that's not a cup like it's not the the couple isn't having issues. The world around them is mm-hmm. having some kind yeah. of issue that they yeah. are dealing with together. I like, feel I like think, that helps. Yeah, I think the better idea, even though I don't particularly love the Godwink movies, I think the idea of like an overall concept and then you have different stories within that, right. you know, kind of a thing like that to me is probably a better idea than, right. um, than doing traditional sequels. Yeah. Right. It's a better way to accomplish those movies. I yeah. agree. So we had some comments from our patrons. Let me pull those up real quick. Got some comments from our patrons. If you're interested in joining our patron to be part of our Facebook group, we put all the information in the in the description section just check it out it's really great um so we have uh steve or steve hahn says the one that comes to mind is bottled with love it was a fine movie but the ice machine says the vineyard ones which again talk about another example yeah. the first one good sequels yep. not good yep exactly yeah, I mean, why in the heck were they even lying to each other in the third one? It made no sense. I'm <laughs> I'm gaining an education. I need to keep this from you. What? Yeah, that was weird. Oh, that was stupid. Um, okay. Julia Audi says, such a tough question. A hallmark of the Hallmark Channel is that all of it is underrated by my friends and family. I will say it's a hard, hard being the first Christmas movie out of the gate. And also, it's usually disappointing when a top-billed star is hardly in the movie. So, here we go. Caroline, our good friend, says, definitely bottled with love. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. This promo, I just want to, I want y'all to just, I wish they could just go back in time, erase that, and see what you guys think about it. Because this movie is great. I'm sorry. I'm telling you, it's great. Watch it again. <laughs> all of my heart, wedding march. So oh, Jesus on yes. all all three of our picks. Um, and then Casey says uh, she loved Bottled with Love, but it was definitely overhyped. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Becky Schopner, she says the Godwink movies, which I think is probably fair. Yeah. And, Alonzo, she he says the Danica Royal Christmas movie. So he's not a crown for Christmas fan, which mm. I don't agree with. Uh, that one. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. And our good friend Carrie, she has also uh, it uh, if it if I only had Christmas CCB. Yeah. So there we go. That is <laughs> some more overrated. 
So we'll see what will be the next movie event of the year. <laughs> oh dear. They probably never do it again now. <laughs> <laughs> if you do, I'm a, I'm a film critic on Rotten Tomatoes. Call me up, Hallmark. <laughs> Man, I mean, I think a lot of times it's just Hallmark really hyping us up. They know how to whip us into a frenzy. And then mm-hmm. oftentimes that frenzy falls flat quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Uh, well, this was fun. I had a good time. Hopefully, it, <laughs> people enjoyed listening. And Dory, where can people find you? You can find me at All the Feels Pod on Twitter, All the Feels Podcast on Facebook, um, and wherever you listen to podcasts. And Anne, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter, awscott21. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out. And make sure you're following the podcast, a Homeworkies Pod, and a Homeworkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. We really appreciate that. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. Our patron group. And we have our merch store, which has tons of fun Homework-inspired designs. So check that out. And thanks so much. And let us know again, you're overrated in the comments. That would be a lot of fun. So we'll talk to you all later. Bye, everyone. Goodbye.